Hey everyone, welcome to Medicare Agent IQ. I am Raul Gonzalez. And I'm Oscar Ibieta. And uh, so today we're gonna continue on where we were before. And, and if you were listening last week, we talked about really kind of building, uh, we call it a four-legged stool, it can be called many things, right? But basically multiple things that you could be doing to start generating sales. Yep. And so today we're picking up, we left off on mail order leads. So if you're, if you're tuning in from last week, uh, last week's episode, the last thing we touched on was mail order leads. And today we're going to pick up on uh, doing informal events in inside of senior centers. Yeah. Appreciate that. Cause I did not remember. <laughs> so like originally we were going to like, I, I think originally the plan was for us to just go and jump jump in, uh, maybe just start recording again, yeah. you know, and then just one, you know, just, it just didn't make sense with time. And so, so here we are a, w- a week later and, and we we're running through it. But, uh, I think that, uh, a big one is, is events in senior centers and, and Oscar, you've got a better memory about stuff like this. So if I start repeating myself of anything from last week, <laughs> I got let you. me know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, Informal sales events in senior centers in particular are a a very big part, I think, of what an agent should be or could be doing, right, to be successful. Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the, when I first got into the business, when I was what we call a street level agent, right? Just brand new to the game out there selling it in the, in the field, trying to create these relationships. I'm, I'm very green. I didn't have a background of sales. I didn't have any low hanging fruit out there for me. So what did I do? I had to get out there and, and find places where I could have events like this. And so one of the places where I was able to create uh, some opportunity for myself was in a senior center. Right. Uh, I was able to get in there and just explain to them who it who it is that I am, what it is that that I do, and they allowed me to go in and basically just set up a resource table. So I'd sit in there once a week um, and have my table out with some goodies and giveaways. That's what we would call an informal um, sales event, and so. We've been in there in that same senior center for over 10 years now. Now it's not me who's in there, but some of the agents that have joined us have kind of taken over that, but we've found that's that senior center and lots of others to be super successful for us. Yeah, I think that that there's opportunity if you go into the smaller senior centers and where maybe they have maybe they have 80 people that go on a on a on a weekly basis and then you could go out there maybe just once a month some some agents go more regularly than that yeah. some agents go you know two three times a month but this is not just for you know i, I hate it when when agents just go in for aep yes. what, what i think you need to be doing is all year long just yeah. consistency is where you're going to build those relationships so when i think about informal sales events i, I what i want to do is i want to go to the person who sets up these sets up kind of the the recreational or the social aspect of those senior centers and i want to event coordinator sometimes yeah. they'll they'll be called and i want to go up to them and 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 i want to create a little bit of a relationship with them right so so walk me through if if, if you were going to go in there what would you be saying to well, them probably one of the first things that i'm going to do is i'm going to they usually have an events calendar yep. so i'm going to take a look at the calendar maybe do a little bit of research online because they might have that available online and see what it is that they have going on so that way you've done some homework before you go in there and you can say hey look my name's my name's oscar ibieta i'm i'm a medicare insurance agent and what i do is i work with seniors to help them understand uh how their medicare plans work what their what their options are and really just make sure that they're taking advantage of all of their benefits uh, 
we don't charge for any of our services. And so really our job is just to be a resource to these people. I see that you have uh, some events going on uh, in the next month or two. I was wondering if maybe I could sponsor some some prizes or bring in some additional things to help you with your events. Yeah, yeah, and I might and I might lead a little different and, and this is where it comes to like different styles. Like my style might be like, hey, I'm gonna come in and I do this, but really what I'm hoping to do is kind of create some relationships here and never do any kind of selling here in, in the senior center. But, but really what I'm hoping to do is kind of create relationships. And sometimes in those relationships, what we find is that people will come up and approach me and say, Hey, I, I'm not in the right insurance plan. Do you think you could help me? And so it's just, you know, uh, again, style in what I would do is same thing you said, I wonder if I could sponsor some prizes, but maybe I'm thinking outside the box and maybe I wanna do my own date. And, and maybe where I, I, I wanna have a bingo and, and, and it would be you know, uh, Medicare Monday where we do a bingo that day. Uh, and, and, and you know, if you go to United Healthcare's website, they have on, on um, their cells. Jarvis. Is, yeah, yeah, and Jarvis in their, their toolkit where it is a bingo card with Medicare terms. And so that's kind of a, that's kind of a cool thing. Uh, but, but other things that you could do, I mean, just make it fun. Um, what's that? What's the game? Uh, like the Plinko? Well, that yeah, that, that, that's one where you can have some prizes that you could do. Bingo is a, a to me, one of the biggest ones, but they're, uh, just, uh, gosh, drawing blanks. Here. I'm drawing a, <laughs> a, a, drawing a blank. It's a, a cornhole. There you and, go. And, okay. and I, and I know that, that, uh, Cornhole is just kind of a fun way, like for seniors to kind of come around together. But but really, so my strategy in this kind of in this informal sales event would be to just be part of that community. I want to I want to become that friendly face that they see there, and then I'm hoping that people will approach me and, and talk to me. Uh, my style is not kind of like the in your face, like come on, let's learn about Medicare. Yeah. That that's 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 really not my style. Now everybody can do it a little bit differently, but but I probably would go in like that. I would go yeah. in like uh, maybe hosting parties, uh, you know, bring bring. Uh, have an ice cream day where you where you bring ice cream for for all the seniors yeah, like september birthdays or yeah. october birthdays something like that i think so you mentioned you want to go in and create these relationships another thing it's a relationship with the senior center and the staff there but in addition to that it's a relationship with the seniors that yeah. are in there and that's to your point right your your style and, and i have a very similar style i'm going to go in there and i want to get to know these people and i'm i want to have that relationship and we talk about being successful in this business it's it's creating those relationships and being genuine with what you do. How do you do that? Well, it might not be to go into the senior centers. Hey, let's talk Medicare. Let me get all your information. I yeah. want to sit down and, and get in front of you. It's just, hey, let's play some games. Let's have a little fun. I'm Oscar. You know, this is this is what I do. Let's let's get to know each other. And over time, you start to build that relationship. And so there may not be something there immediately. Right. But as they get to know you, you become a familiar face, you're on that first name basis, then they're gonna wanna sit down and talk with you. And so you you mentioned, don't just go in there during AEP. Let's get in there year round and you wanna be that face. Of course, right now you're listening to this and it's here we are getting ready to begin AEP. So try and get in there now, but I, I want to challenge you to actually go and continue to be in there in January and fit Q1, Q2 and Q3, make it a year round thing. And I promise you that you're gonna find success with that particular senior center or anywhere. Yeah, I, re I remember a 
getting a picture across my desk one day of, of you uh, and you were dancing with the senior <laughs> <laughs> we were just like roasting you for for you know because the 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 ladies love Oscar, <laughs> but I talk about the ladies in particular. The sixty-eight-year-old uh, ladies <laughs> have, a, have a fondness for Oscar, and so there's this there's picture and and the way that this senior was looking at Oscar was she was in love, and, mm -hmm. and so. But that's really what that's what we want to do is just kind of be part of that community, be that smiling face, be yeah. that, that that senior very likely to to. She's to still reach my client. For oh, the, for so she was for your the client. last seven years now. Okay, she's, yeah, she's been my client. Yeah, yeah, so. <laughs> It's just like a, so. A lot of times at the senior centers, they take pictures, right? Mm -hmm. So, so it just it was one of those that just kind of came across our <laughs> desk, and so we would just send it around to our other agents, kind of, kind of joking about Oscar uh, being being the apple of uh, of this I'm particular. I'm okay with that. She refers business to me too. <laughs> there you so go. I'm okay with yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So, so that's a that's a big part of of how to do this, right? How just just be a part of that. Kind of think outside the box. I, I play guitar. That's something that I enjoy doing. Something that I think that on a very basic level level, basic level, I could train a senior, I could train seniors how to do that. So maybe I could set up something where on a monthly basis, I come in and, and give guitar lessons or, or, or think kind of, uh, is there a, a karaoke party that you could do on a, on a, on a monthly basis, a dance, whatever it is, just be a part of that community and do this all year long, make that part of that stool that we talk about. Mm -hmm. And it, and it's going to result in sales. Yeah. So um, again, uh, just trying to grow that pipeline. The next one I think is one of the biggest opportunities that there is in particular in lower income communities, mm -hmm. which is retail opportunities. And so what I'm talking about, and, and don't get me wrong, it, it work, it can work in, in the higher income communities as well. But I think it's like, it's, it's works best in the low yeah. income communities. So I'm talking about the grocery stores. I'm talking about even, even it, to, to a lesser level, I would say the CVS opportunities, Walgreens and places yeah. like that, where, where you could sit there I always tell people I would rather that you're sitting at a CVS where it's l lower traffic. I'd rather you be there than than watching the prices right at home <laughs> because yeah. we've got agents that that are doing that or, or playing uh or, or playing the video games. Yeah. So when we right. say grocery stores, we're not referring. I mean, there there may, maybe there is an opportunity, but we're not referring to those big retail. Uh, stores and if there is an opportunity if your upline has one then great absolutely do what you can to take advantage of it but we're talking about those smaller stores those those uh your dollar generals your 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 cbs your walgreens try and go in the same way we talked about creating relationships with senior centers go in there and see if you can create a relationship with these uh with these stores and we know we all know that united healthcare some some in network stores for the those over the counter benefits or even if they have a grocery benefit in whatever market that you're working um dollar general is a store that's in network cvs walgreens um try and get in there and and see if you can set up a table and and you know have eye candy we we call it eye candy where something that's going to draw attention because as we know you're not allowed to approach seniors when you're in these uh, centers, but you want to you want to be as noisy as you can with your setup, with your table, but do it in a place where that that would be a store that I might recommend. When people are walking by, smile. Yes, that, that smile, <laughs> that, that that warmth of of a genuine smile, a good morning and smile. It'll make people stop. Yeah, don't and, do this. Yeah. Don't don't be like this. Yeah, if head you, in the phone, <laughs> computer. 
Yeah, you know what? Go watch Prices Right instead of sitting there on your phone <laughs> yeah. because it's, it doesn't work. Don't don't waste your time by being out there and, and not engaged in in who's around. Makes make you know again eye contact, smiles, and and good mornings all over the place, yeah. and that's gonna. I have a, I have a story. Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt yeah, you. I, I thought you were done. I have a story. I have an agent that I that I reached out to, um, and he was working a retail store. I called him, I don't know, maybe 10 o'clock in the morning, and he took my call and says, hey, what's going on? I said, uh, hey, do you have a second? He's like, well, yeah, real quick, though, I'm I'm here at retail, uh, so I'm, I want to get back to my table. He could have easily, if it's a slow day, he could have easily just stepped away, you know, or done whatever. He could have sat in his chair and just kind of parked it and, and talked to me, but he was taking that shift very seriously and he wanted to maximize his time there. So he said, you know what, I can take your call really quickly, but I'd rather not be on the phone so that I can be a smiling face and, and try to engage with the seniors that are walking through here. Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, um, let's do the, the, the next one now. And cause I, cause I think what we'll do is at some point we're going to spend a lot more time on on each individual one and really kind of go in go deeper on how okay. to be yeah. effective with everyone but so let's so the next one i'm thinking is social media marketing and so there are a lot of ways to do that first of all what i'll say is you really at this point in it, with with the new rules like i wouldn't be talking benefits right i wouldn't right. i wouldn't I wouldn't be talking about, you know, about the actual benefits, but really just kind of trying to let people know what you do. I, I'm Raul and what I do is I help people find a Medicare plan that's right for them. So when you're turning 65, make me the person that you call. Yeah. That's kind of the, the, the generic marketing message that you can still do right now. But what I would say is you, with that, it's, I, I would be doing it right like so if i was active as an agent just just have a page where i'm i'm maybe even doing reels where i'm just talking about medicare just kind of basics of medicare and and on your page it has to have a disclaimer on on kind of like the home page area but uh outside of that you know if you're not speaking benefits you're gonna you're, you're fine to do it i think that there's you know some people are doing TikTok. some people are you know just just ways to generate business kind of think outside the box with that and then there's also you know advertising that you can do less and less that you can do generic but the carriers now are very often giving you there's you know united healthcare has a, a bunch of generic uh, social media marketing materials that you can use. So does Humana, so does Aetna. So you'd be able to just throw those on on Facebook and, and do some advertising. I'd say that one thing that we noticed, right, when you kind of look at demographics of who is still using Facebook, I, I, don't, I, don't, really, I don't really engage on Facebook. I, matter of fact, during the during the most recent election, I just deleted my Facebook. I'm like, man, forget all this. You guys are too political. So I, so I deleted my Facebook and I recreated a Facebook just so we could have it, just so I could have control over the Facebook for the business. And I have no friends on it. And uh, so every, everybody can, can be on it, but you would, who's actually using it? Who's using Facebook today? Seniors. Seniors, yeah. right? So there's still a lot of opportunity on Facebook. So so keep that in mind. Instagram, of course, people are using all forms of social media, so stay active with it. So I would say that that's gotta be a, a, a part of it. It doesn't have to be a part of your strategy, but but it makes sense, right? Just one piece. Yeah, yeah. just a piece of, of what you're doing. So 
let's go on to the next one, traditional digital marketing. So there's online ads. I would say that uh, if you do it, for the most part, we're really not supposed to be doing kind of email campaigns. Mm -hmm. But if you're doing a great job of bringing people to you and asking for permission to, to do emails, you could get that get some automation going and and automatically be be uh, reaching out to these people on a regular basis. There's CRM systems it. that could probably help putting something like that in place, or you can hire like a third party company, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and really through, through CRM, there's, you know, constant contact is a way to do it. There's a lot of different, uh, a, a lot of different ways to, to do that. And if you're just starting out, it may be more difficult, right? You want to, you want to control costs. So, you know, you don't have to have to do that, but you can keep a list on Excel of, of people who've given you permission to contact them via email, kind of keep that list on Excel and, at some point, when you can't afford it, you can upload that into a CRM. Upload that into uh, upload that into uh, different different areas. So, absolutely, um, I would say that there's still a lot of value in kind of the digital marketing. But the one thing that I would say with that is, during AEP, your dollar is worthless. Like. Yeah. You know, like, because yeah. yeah, so many people are spending just thousands of dollars, it drives up the, it drives up the cost per click on, on, on a lot of those. So just kind of keep that in mind. Uh, this is kind of a, an all year thing for me. Like when I'm, you know, things that there, there are, we have a campaign going for digital marketing that is going, uh, 24 seven, you know, uh, 365. It, it, it doesn't stop. Yeah. It's, it's, it's always going. And that's also better for the algorithms. It's also better for, for, uh, the system to learn how to get you more clicks. Yeah. So, so just kind of keep it going all year long. And of course, just know that during AEP, you've got, you've, you've got, you know, Humana spending, you know, millions <laughs> of dollars on, on it. So, investing. you know, you're putting, you're putting in, you know, $500 a month. It's not going to be as valuable during, yeah. during, during AEP. If you have a budget like that find other ways to spend that money. Um, and even going back to mailers, we talked about that some during AEP, um, some, some mail campaigns may not be effective as effective either during, during AEP, but it is a good year round strategy to put into place. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, so those are pretty much kind of just some ideas. What I, what I want to encourage you to do is think outside the box. Like this is just, th these are just some ideas that, that we came up with off the top of our heads. Like last week, yeah. uh, they, these, there's so many more things that you could be doing to be successful. So I would, in, I would encourage you to, to think outside that box, engage with, I've been, I've been, kind of seeing that there's a lot of Medicare podcasts out there. There are a lot of just different different people out there. I'd listen to as much as possible. Again, we talk about the idea of just having this be one of the top things on your mind, right? And uh, so best way to do that is by constantly engaging yep. with, with, with different content like that. So there's a couple of thoughts that I have now on making sure kind of best practices of, of this. So. The reason that we encourage our agents to kind of pick four things 
is because there is some danger in spreading yourself too thin. Yes. Right? Yeah, absolutely. You don't want to pick four. Start off with maybe even some stools can stand on three legs. So right? maybe even yeah. pick three legs uh, and, and really go hard, heavily invest your time into those and, and, and perfecting those before you start to add more legs to your stool. Uh, because yeah, it, it could be a little bit dangerous. You've got all these ideas and you want to put all of them, you want to you roll all of them out at once. It's probably not the best thing for you and your business. Yeah, I was using an analogy for myself of uh, when, I, when I'm at my house and I go and usually I'm, I'm happy to do dishes if I, if I see dishes, but you know, like after like a big, big party or big like Thanksgiving dinner, like the, the, the sink is full, like all around <laughs> is full. For me, I'm like, all right, have fun with that. <laughs> my wife, it's just it's, it's, it can be overwhelming when you have just too many things in front of yeah. you, you know. And so, so I would say that if we can just kind of bring that back and settle down um, into, and in, you know, say, hey, look, I'm gonna, I'm what I, what I would like to do is I want to do my networking groups. I want to do uh, I want to do mail order leads from from lead houses, and then I also want to do retail. Those, you know, those, those those types of things, and and I want to focus on those. But what I will say is is also be cautious that you know if like even though you don't have a job, kind of treat it like a job, right? I want to I want to get forty hours a, a, a week in during uh, during the slow times, like when it's not AEP. That's a big piece. Uh, you, you say that and I feel like I resonate with that so much because there was a time and you know in, in my career where I really didn't treat it like a job super early on. Like I'd, I'd make a sale and I would take a lot of time off or I'd make a lot of sales. It was like, okay, I'm gonna go ahead and, and just kick back and relax and not do a whole lot. Don't, don't, st don't let the train stop. You gotta keep that momentum. Uh, you've gotta keep it going but there, I finally got to a point where I was like, you know what? Like, this is my job. This is a job. This is my business. And and I got to work hard to be successful with this business. And when I started treating it that way and started investing more time and, and work, uh, you know, putting more hours in, I was able to be more effective and it made me much more successful. But all that being said, that's why we're, we're in this business for the freedom and, and we want the ability to just be able to disconnect and take some time off. But if you know that you're gonna be taking next week off, then make sure that you work a little extra hard this week and get everything ready. And then make sure you've got a plan in place for when you return that you can hit the ground running when you take that, you know, that one week vacation to Disney World or with your family, wherever it is that you wanna go. Yeah, yeah, but just, I, I would, I would, treat it like a job until I mean, maybe until financially you don't you yeah. don't have to right when you when you when you wake up in the morning and and financially you're, you're you're taking care of but i would always encourage you to keep going with it though because what ends up happening is again we talk about uh natural attrition i think is 15 percent. so if you're not replacing so you get up to a point you get up to a point where you have a thousand clients and you're like okay i'm good if you're not replacing 15% of that, then you're going to be losing on a yearly basis. So yeah. you got to stay active in order to do that. That's a lot of sales, right? Yeah. So, so you, you, you've got to, you've got to stay active. One other, uh, kind of pitfall or common mistakes that people run into is, is struggling with their follow-ups. And what I'm talking about is even people who they'll they'll go out there and create a new relationship with the doctor. Right. And they're like, man, I want to work together such and such, such and such. And then like two months later, you're like, hey, whatever happened with that? 
oh man, I've been meaning to go back there. That's like, like that's one of the things oh, like gosh. as an agent, right? <laughs> like that's one of the things we hear so much. Oh, I've been meaning to do that. Thanks for reminding me. I've been so like, busy. Yeah, but it's like, it's too much. It's, it, it's, it's too much. You can't do that. So like the idea would be like, I'm going to go and I'm going to spend this time and people do it. And I think with the best of intentions, right? They go out, they're like, all right, I'm going to go out there and find myself a new doctor to work with. And I'm going to spend the whole day doing that. So they invest that time. And then they even find someone who's interested, but it doesn't immediately result in a, in a, in a sale. And so oftentimes they'll just kind of forget about it, put it in the back burner and never do anything to, to build it up. And then I, and I'll literally be having these conversations three, four months from now. And they'd be like, oh man, I was meaning to do that. Nothing ever came from it. Yeah. Well, it's because maybe did you, did you put in enough work? And, and what I'm talking about is, is going in there and, and, in being a face that, again, it's about being that smiling face that people recognize. That's where the that's 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 where success comes from. Is yeah. is networking, is building relationships around who you are. People, you know, people walk into their offices all the time, but you, it, it, it's the guy that that follows up, comes in with a smiling face, maybe brings some some donuts or or or, or whatever it is to yeah. to just kind of build that relationship. A candy jar, even kind of think about having a candy jar with the business card at the bottom and it's a small candy jar and you say hey look do me a favor if this candy jar whenever it gets empty call the number on the card at the bottom and then I'll come and I'll refill it yeah. and and so you're constantly there you got to follow up that that to me is like man yeah. you know and again I know it's with the best of intentions that people do this or I've even seen people will will spend money on on mail order leads and then they just don't ever call on those leads. It's like, man, you spent all that money or they'll call once or twice. You know, we talked about that last week where, yeah. you know, people who call once or twice and, and it's going to be, it's going to be hard to be super successful if that's your follow up. Yeah. You've got to going back to the provider piece, create and maintain. That's what I was thinking when you were talking about that, right? Create the relationship, make that investment, but you also need to be willing to invest in maintaining that relationship. And then going to leads, even if it's not a mail order, order lead, if it's a lead that you met at retail, if it's, if it's a referral, whatever the case may be, have some put some sort of system in place for yourself, however you want to get organized to to follow up what I do, I, I put these things in my calendar. So that I mean, if I speak to somebody, if someone gives me a call, and there's there's no immediate um, sale or appointment that's going to take place, maybe we've got to wait a little bit, I'm going to put that in my calendar. And before we hang up, hey, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put you in my calendar. I'm going to reach out to you uh, maybe early November and and we'll set something up. I'll check in with you uh, or create a note, put something in your phone. I have a note in my phone that's just called follow up. Right. And I've got my tasks in there just so that way because you get to thinking about some of these things like, oh gosh, I forgot to follow up with this person or talk to that person. Have a system in place, put something in place to where your follow-up can be there and you can keep yourself organized. If you're keeping it all here in your head, that's that's not good. And, and I speak from experience, don't do that. Put something in place to where you can actually track your follow-up. Yeah, bonus points. I, I, I started using an app called Motion and what it uses is it, it they say it uses AI to to put things into your calendar. What you do is you can put your tasks in there. And I have a I have a pretty substantial list of, of tasks that I need to to complete. And uh, as you can see, and you can probably <laughs> see there's quite quite a quite a bit. Um, but it 
puts things into your calendar. So if I say that I need to follow up and you can put by the date and how long it'll take you, and then it'll fit it into your calendar right at the right time. So if you're not great at follow up, there's ways to do it kind of using it's a, the, the app is called motion and, uh, and I'm, I'm a big fan of it. I thought, I, th I think it's great. Hey, uh, one last thing that I would say is don't forget the importance of tracking. And what I mean is, is you're going to spend time on all of these different legs, right? Yeah. We, we talk about the, 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 the stool, uh, you're going to be spending time on working and you're going to be investing into certain things. What I want to know is, you know, into either my CRM or if I'm not a, in a place where I have a CRM, uh, then put it into an Excel spreadsheet with your client information. Because one day you'll have a CRM, you know, like uh, more and more, more and more FMOs are offering a free CRM or a lower cost CRM. We we recently started uh, offering a CRM to, to our agents and in what it does is it gives you an opportunity not just to keep track of your clients and do all the automations and workflows and things like that but the bigger part that it that it does also is it helps you keep track of how you've generated this business so i could go back and i can look six months from now a year from now and say okay well 90 percent of my sales came from from this that's what I need to be doing more of also, right? And like just figuring out figuring out ways to, to do more of that. Just keep track of where everything is going. So make sure that you're either using a CRM or you are, uh, or you're at least keeping track of it yeah. on, uh, on Excel. So, well, that is the, uh, that is the show for today. One thing that I would just encourage everybody to do is take action. So get, get out there and here we are, we're, we're you know, we're, Today's we're about two about yeah. one month away from from AEP. Get out there, start taking action. But the big part to me is is no matter how good your AEP goes, keep going. Like keep 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 it going. So I want you doing a lot of these things that we're that we're talking about in March, in April, in May, and just watch how much more successful you can be when you put in that kind of work. Yeah. Come back and revisit this, uh, these episodes after the new year as well. They'll, they'll still be very good and effective for you. Yeah, absolutely. So, hey, do us a favor. If you are, uh, if you have any thoughts, if you have any questions, reach out to us. You, you, we've, uh, we've got social media. We're on uh, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Medicare Agent IQ. So reach out to us, uh, send us a DM, let us know if there's something you say, hey, I'd like to know more about this. We've had we've had some pretty good engagement. We've had we've had agents that 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 let us know that hey, I'm struggling out there. I don't have a lot of support. Can 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 you, can you help us? We're we're happy to help. We're happy to 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 just kind of be a resource for for agents out there. Maybe they're struggling that they 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 just don't have enough uh, enough support. Maybe maybe they're just uh, wanting to kind of get a, a different set of advice. Because again, remember, like I said, there's like all these different podcasts out there now that, that do Medicare, uh, sometimes maybe the way that Oscar says it might not be the way that I would say it or, or vice versa. So, so feel free to reach out to us. We'll be happy to help. Make sure that you share this with a friend and uh, until next time, thank you.